Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you don't like that with Grant Napier, how are you? Great to have you on board. Live. For my podcast, expect to have the the great one and only Eric Burns join me in just a little bit. Want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. That's right. New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. They've got a fix for you. Locally owned for over 20 years. They'll be there around the clock. You have an emergency in the middle of the night. No problem. They have 24-7 service. Just go to newworksplumbing.com. That's N-E-W wrxplumbing.com they've got a fix for you again newworksplumbing.com n-e-w-w-r-x-plumbing.com coming up on the show today again uh if you want to come on you hit your knock button i'll put you on screen with me we're gonna have some fun we got a lot to talk about uh eric burns should be joining me here in a little bit we'll talk to burnsy i've got my crowd ultra q a and then as always yes indeed i've got grant's rant now you can also Text me in the middle of the show uh, on the uh, little chat button right there. You can hit the knock button and come on with me. I would love to hear from you. All right. So we got a couple of different things uh, that we can do here on No Filter. But my podcast, if you don't like that, with uh, Grant Napier. All right. So I, I was shocked when I saw this today. Major League Baseball actually talked for 20 minutes today. They said 90, but then I heard it was 20. Then All right, so let's say it was 45, okay? And they said it was an informal talk, informal talks. I said this on my uh, show I did a little while ago on Listen App. What does informal mean? Like shirts, shorts, flip-flops? What the hell does informal mean? Hey, at least they're talking, right? I'm going to get Bernsey's take on this in a little bit when he comes on because it's crazy to me that – you could have as many talks as they had this week. And at the end of the extended deadline on Tuesday, uh, players are talking like, gee, they actually th- think we're idiots. So I-, I don't know when the hell we're going to have opening day. It's not going to be this month. That much we do know. They've already uh, called off uh, the first two series. Something else I wanted to ask. And you know, I was talking about this earlier. With what's going on around the world, and in Ukraine, does it affect how you watch sports now? Does it kind of like, I don't know, I don't want to say make you feel guilty, but does it kind of, and I don't want to say put in perspective. I always hate when people say, gee, you know, a tragedy puts things in perspective. That should never happen. You should always have your perspective. You should always have 
a grasp on what's important and what's not in life. I've never, I've never really gone by that phrase when something bad happens. Well, gee, that really puts things in perspective. No, you should always, always have perspective. You should never take your health and your life for granted. You should never take whatever it is that is your livelihood for granted or, or your family members or no, that's not the way life works. I, for one, and I talked about this when I was doing my show on listen app, we had a call. I use sports as a, a, a diversion and I don't use it for political messages or social messages. And that's why I'm so against the NFL and their uh, social messaging on the backs of helmets and on the field. I don't want that. Uh, that's not why I watch professional sports. You know, it's the same thing with the NBA in the bubble when they had Black Lives Matter everywhere. And to Adam Silver's credit, the commissioner of the NBA, he said, hey, you know what? In retrospect, we probably made a mistake. We have to understand that there are people that just want to watch the game. And so you didn't see that anymore. But the NFL, they haven't admitted that. And it's just, it's a hypocrisy to me. It's just, it's, it's just awful. I, I, I don't know how else to say it. But speaking of awful, what's going on in Ukraine is awful. And if you turn the news on, you can't help, but you, you just have your heart go out to the Ukrainians and what's going on over there. And, uh, but, uh, you know, I'll watch a game tonight. I'll, when I get done here, I'll probably put a hockey game on. And doesn't mean I don't care what's going on around the world. Doesn't mean that I'm not aware of what's going on around the world. But it, it just means that I still am going to do what I do to fulfill my enjoyment. I mean, we, we what are we going to do? We're going to sit in our living rooms or wherever we're at around the clock and just watch the news over and over and over again. And I mean, the, the reality is, I don't know, and I'm speaking for me, it's depressing. I mean, it's sad. It, it bothers me. So we've got that. We got the NBA coming down to the final 20 games. You know, we I, I hear about James Harden in Philadelphia. Isn't it amazing? Why couldn't James Harden play like this in Brooklyn? Because he didn't want to. Why didn't James Harden play like that before he got traded to Brooklyn from Houston? Because he didn't want to. How unprofessional is this guy? Seriously. It's a joke. It, it is just an absolute joke. And then you're the wild card in these entire NBA playoffs to me is Brooklyn. Because if Ben Simmons can come back and get acclimated with Irving and Durant staying healthy, then Brooklyn... Think about that. Think about you have two dynamite offensive players and you have another player in Simmons that can take your best player and neutralize him offensively. So I, I, I would watch them. I would watch Brooklyn as the wild card. Miami's really good in the East. Milwaukee is Milwaukee. You know, Chicago's had a really good season. You know, I think the playoffs are going to be wide open this year. I think Golden State is in a bit of a slump right now. I, I got to believe they'll find themselves when the playoffs begin. You've got Phoenix. You know, if the Jazz could get healthy and do not count out John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies. John Morant, let me tell you something. That guy's the real freaking deal. I mean, he really is the real deal. You talk about a guy, he's not only an all-star, he's inching his way up closer uh, to superstar status. So we've got that. Hey, if you want to come on with me, hit your knock button. If you really care to come on the screen with me, you hit the knock button and I'll put you in queue. And then you can come on and talk to me. Eric Burns, in just a little bit, we'll talk to Burnsy about what's going on uh, in baseball. And Burnsy's crazy. Do you know what Burnsy did last week when he turned 47? That's right. Think about this. 
I'm going to run 47 miles on the treadmill for my 47th birthday. Good thing Bernsey's not 80. Oh, boy. I mean, that's crazy, isn't it? Think about that. This is a guy that did the triathlete, or the triathlon, rather, across America. The tri across America. Could you imagine jumping in to McCovey Cove, unless you're jumping in to catch a baseball? Right? We see that. Can you imagine jumping into McCovey Cove behind the Giants ballpark? Yeah, I'm going to take a little swim today. Yeah, I'm going to take a little swim. I'm going to swim to Oakland. <laughs> you know, I mean, you think about that. Seriously, you think about jumping in behind right field and swimming in Oakland. Then you're like, boy, that was good. That was a nice seven-mile swim. Oh, what am I going to do now? Hmm, what am I going to do now? Oh, you know what? I'm going to get on my bike. And I'm going to ride my bike to Chicago. I'm going to go to Wrigley Field. Hmm. All right. You get to Wrigley Field, then what are you going to do? Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to put my running shoes on and I'm going to run the Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I mean, that's, this guy's crazy. You know that Bernsey ran more than a marathon a day from Chicago <laughs> to New York? You know, we think about one of the pinnacles of sports achievement in life is to run a marathon, which, by the way, I've never done. I have no interest in trying to run a marathon. But think about not only running a marathon, but doing it every day from Chicago to New York. That's what Eric Burns did a couple of summers ago. Fascinating, right? To raise awareness because of all of the programs across our country that have been cut for physical fitness. And I've always thought, you know, there are, there are people that just yap, yap, yap. And then there are people that back up what they do with actions. And Eric Burns, his, his actions spoke for themselves. And along the way, you know, he would have a lot of TV coverage and he would have, you know, rallies at schools and at town halls to raise money for physical fitness programs across America. You got to love that because we got a real problem with obesity in this country, particularly uh, child obesity. It's becoming a real problem because during the pandemic, kids couldn't get outside and play. Uh, now, you know, kids are a lot of times are in front of their TV screens, playing their games and on their phones. And physical fitness has taken a real back seat. And, you know, yeah, I know I'm old, but you know, I remember when I was growing up, you had to be, you know, dragged into the house by a parent. You know, you were out playing until the sun went down and it was dark. You know, you'd be playing basketball in the dark. You'd be playing your games of baseball and you could barely see the ball. You know, everyone had their gloves and their their ball at and the bats. And, you know, we were playing stickball. We were playing baseball. We were playing basketball, football. I mean, you, you, you know, we played football for hours. And we were all outside. I mean, if you drove up and down any street anywhere in America, kids were out playing. Everyone was out. The ball fields were crowded. The basketball courts, you couldn't even get on a court. Everyone was outside with their activities. Now, drive down a street in America and see how many kids are outside playing. See how many kids are outside doing physical activity. So, you know, Bernsey, to his credit, did something about it. And he brought attention to all of the programs that have been cut in this country. And I, I give him so much credit 
for raising awareness, raising money, and doing that triathlon across America. Now, think about, and I had Bernsey on the podcast well over a year ago, because I was thinking about the physical fitness level of trying to do something like that. And I asked Bernsey this question, the mental, right? I mean, even if you're physically able, and he was, to do that, how do you keep going mentally where you don't just say, that's it, I can't do it anymore? He did it in summertime too. You imagine riding a bike through the elevations of the Western United States, the Rockies, going up through the Sierra Nevada, across Nevada, you know, or whether you were up in Wyoming, going across that part of the country in summertime. I mean, can you imagine the mental aspect of doing an event like that? Oh, my freaking goodness gracious. So that, that, that to me was fascinating. It really was. And I get asked to speak, I, not anymore. I used to get asked to speak, you know, a lot at schools in the Sacramento area. And I would go talk to junior high schools and high schools. And, you know, I would look at the students and I was just like, wow, you know, it's sad. There are so many kids that are already facing obesity and the health effects of, you know, coming down with diabetes and other ailments, you know, as they become adults and the, 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 the pressure that puts on our healthcare system in America. And then what about when they have kids and, you know, the domino effects? So I don't want to get off on a tangent, but when Bernsey comes on, if you didn't know that about Eric Burns, I just wanted to point that out. And then, you know, for his 47th birthday, running 47 miles on the treadmill, live, by the way, right here on No Filter. I mean, if you're going to do it, hey, let's let's have some fun with it. Watch me run 47 freaking miles on the treadmill. Raise your hand if you could even walk 47 miles, either on a treadmill, downhill, outside. I even got a better question. Raise your hand if you think you could get on your bicycle and ride 47 miles. Huh. For me, if I lived in El Dorado Hills, that would be the equivalent of getting on my bike and riding to, let's say, Dixon. I don't think so. I don't think so. I might not make it out of El Dorado Hills. So forget about running 47 miles. Forget about walking 47 miles. How about the bike of 47 miles? Jay just chimed in and said, Burns is a beast. Love his attitude. You got that right. He is a freaking beast. He is a beauty. He's in a a class pretty much by himself. He really is. So when he comes on, if he gets a couple of minutes, he's got a lot of things he's doing. I think he's in Georgia right now. uh, And we'll talk to Burnsy about that. But... We'll, we'll, you know, if he if he's able to come on the stream, uh, we'll chat with him, and then we'll talk a little bit about the NBA. Uh, if you want to ask uh, about any particular team, we can do that. You know, I know we still have a lot of people from Sacramento. I talked about this a little bit earlier, so I don't want to, you know, repeat the same stuff. But the Kings are a mess. They really are. Yeah, I wish the A's never traded him too. K Dizzle, you're exactly right, but. They really are a mess, you know? Al says Bernsey's a piece of work. Yes, he is. 
Him and Will the Thrill must watch No Filter. You're right about that. They are must watch. But the the Kings are a mess. Seriously. Just the, the mess. You know, you look at the NBA teams. Remember when Memphis was the Kings? And look at Memphis now. Look how good they are. Right? You remember when Phoenix was the Kings? Three years ago. Three years ago, the Phoenix Suns were the Sacramento Kings. Look at them now. Those are just two teams. Look at Minnesota now. Not that I would put them in the same category as Memphis and Phoenix, but if you want to look at Memphis and Phoenix, right there, correct? Think about the Marvin Bagley trade, right? Phoenix had one, Sacramento two, Atlanta three, Memphis four. They took Jackson. Dallas took, obviously, they they trade with Atlanta with Trey Young. But think about Memphis. They were in that draft. They were in the draft the year before in the lottery when the Kings took De'Aaron Fox. Look at Phoenix. The De'Aaron Fox draft, they had the pick before the Kings. They took the bus, Josh Jackson, who is now on the Kings. Who, Who went in that draft? Right? The Phoenix Suns had the worst. Think about that. They had the fourth pick. The Kings had the fifth pick. Now look at the Phoenix Suns. Look at the Memphis Grizzlies. You know, if you're looking at teams, not every, you know, the the Kings haven't made the playoffs in 2006. Look at the teams in the East. Look at the freaking Cleveland Cavaliers after LeBron left. Phew. In the tank. Now look at the Cavaliers, right? They might have home court in first round. How does that happen? Look at Atlanta last year. Atlanta's in the Eastern Conference Finals. We got the man, Eric Burns. Burnsy, how the hell are you, buddy? Grant, I'm fantastic, dude. We actually, uh, we're down here in Savannah, Georgia, coaching the Bananas, and we have this upcoming world tour. And so every day at 7 o'clock, we do this thing called Behind the Banana Peel, where we, we bring on one of our players and we hear their stories, and it's it's just fucking fascinating, man. These That's guys awesome, have, bro. yeah, they have. Everyone's got a story, right? And, and to to see these guys and what they're doing and where they came from and how they got here, it, it's just it's really interesting. And it's I think even more than anything, my boy Kowalski and I like we're just we're enjoying learning about other people and and learning about what it took and you know their the ups and downs of the roller coaster of the baseball journey and, and also yep. life as well. Bernsey, I watched you for a little while on your birthday. Did you really go 47 miles, bro, on the treadmill? 46. 47. Oh, you're for 46. <laughs> so how long did that take you, man? I think right about eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, for you, that's a light workout. Dude, it's, it's, it's like anything in life, right? It's, it's training, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like you want to be a great writer, right? You want to be a great broadcaster, yeah. broadcast. You, you want to uh, be a great baseball player, play baseball. You want to be a great runner, run. It's one of the things, a passion of mine, obviously, that I got into after I got done playing. And I, it's something that I've continued to do. And, you know, I, I, think back i remember because i talked to you a few different times i feel like on the try across america yeah that was you know i mean that was 30 40 miles every day for i know man you know a, a, a bunch of days so yeah just I, I'm, I look as we get older 
I was talking to this guy, Malachi Mitchell, about this shit, dude. Like, you you have time. We only we have fi- time's finite, and we don't have all the, like all the time in the world is very naive if you want to live your life like that. So I think you know the decisions that we make in our lives need to be predicated on who I want to spend my time with and, yep. and, and, and how I want to spend my time. And what do you want to do with, with your time? And running's one of those things that, that, that matters to me and, and just continuing to move and continuing to be active. That's, that's what allows me to come and sit here with you and come into the moment and, um, you know, have, have, have a good conversation as I, I sip a little bit of, tequila here and then yeah. you know I, that's what I, a lot of that I, I call playing for the tie too because you can't you, you can't be sipping too much of this unless you're going to go be able to run it off in the morning <laughs> hey you're a beauty we got so many people that have chimed in on the chat line someone says Bernsey is a piece of work him and will the thrill must watch no filter i told you this Bernsey, a couple of months ago when will was in his fucking garage okay i learned more about hitting Honest to goodness, in one hour that I learned my entire life, he 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 put on a display off the tee about hitting an inside pitch, about moving to the left field, about a high ball, moving up on a breaking ball. I learned more about hitting, no bullshit, Bernsey, in that one episode that I knew. I thought I knew at least something about hitting. I didn't know shit about hitting. And after watching that, I was like, man, I got to watch that every week. He's the best, bro. Yeah, Will's got a way... Of, of, I think, because I've dealt with a lot of different hitting coaches in my day. And the one thing about these hitting coaches is like, they're, they're all fucking different, man. Like they, they, even if they're saying the same thing, the way they present it, it, it's just different. And Will has Will's way of doing it. And it, it's, you know, most of the time it's going to resonate. It, it, it resonates with me a lot. And I, I kind of think I, I sink back because I had a couple hitting coaches that tried to convey some of what say, you know, will does now on no filter, but it, it just, it just didn't get through. Uh, but will has a special way of the, uh, to the term I heard the other day. And I, I love it oversimplifying oversimplify <laughs> right. like we, we we try we try to overcomplicate fucking everything in life no <laughs> like let's, let's simplify right. it let's make it as simple as possible and, and and basically for will like you know everything that he does when he's like here basically at launch position now we're flat through the zone flatly even though the barrel's gonna dip a little bit so what and then he just the, threw the ball, threw the ball. That's that's who he was. And, you know, with, with hitting and launch angle and all the new wave shit that everyone wants to talk about, what, what's the number one objective? Put the barrel of the bat on yep. the baseball. That's it. Yep. And Will was as good as anybody in no doing question. that. And it's, hey, it's, Bernsey, it's fun. do do – not to cut you off there, but I, I really want to get to this. Does Manfred and the owners, do they want fucking baseball to start? I mean, you're a former player. I know you've been through this before, but it just seems to me, Bernsey, 
that the owners and Manfred, they don't really want a fucking deal. What's your take on this? No, I, they don't want a deal. They don't why, want why don't, Bernsey, why don't they? Because they don't make money. So they're willing to lose money and they're will they're they don't make a lot of money by people under the ballpark. This Are they trying break, to break the union? I don't I don't know if they're trying, I don't think they're trying to break the union. They're not gonna break the union. They know they're not gonna break the union. Okay. We're like we don't give a shit if we give up the first month of the season because we're not making a lot of money. We we have our TV revenue contracts that are coming in anyway. But what we what we you know when they look at it. They're, it's pretty break even where they make their monies on the appreciation of the franchises. So right. if they don't have to operate and have all these people come to work for them and they don't have to pay them and they don't have to pay the players, the players are going to be giving up 20 something million dollars a day. Matt Scherzer's giving up like, I don't know. I saw the number somewhere dead, like 250 grand a day for every day of the season. That's not played. So in the owner's mindset, they're like, for now at least, we don't give a shit. And right. they, the sad thing is, is that they don't give a fuck about the fans. And no, so they don't. here, here I am, you know, managing or you know, the head coach of this organization, that their whole mentality is fans first. They literally have their players greeting the fans as they come into the ballpark. Everything that we do, everything that we choreograph, it's all for the entertainment of the fans. And you have these egomaniacs that are like, look, we're the best in the world at what we do. We're, we've been around for 170 years and we're still going to be around. And we've gone through this shit before. And you know what? If we lose you guys, who cares? We'll cut, you know, we'll come back. I just think baseball needs to be really careful, man. Because at some point, there's fans that just won't come back. They won't. Damn right. It, especially with everything going on in the world. I mean, I just think that fucking baseball is tone deaf to what the hell's going on, not only around the world, but in this country, you know, and all this shit that we went through with the pandemic and now what's going on in Ukraine. Fans are getting turned off by this shit. You got billionaires and millionaires not being able to come up with a deal. They don't want that right now, Burns. And I'm with you. I do think it's going to hurt baseball in the long term. I really do. Plus, Burns, and I know you and I kind of disagree on this somewhat. I hate the way the fucking game is played now. I've got, I just, it, it drives me crazy. You know, strike out, hit a home run. You know, the, 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 the number of pitchers. The game is just dull to me. It's that there's not in, the ball's not in play enough, Bernsey, and it turns me off, man. I can't stick through it. I can't watch a game. I can't stick through a three, three and a half hour game of the ball not being in play. I I agree with you. They 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 need to figure something out. So I don't know what that is, but pitchers are throwing too hard. They strike out a ton of dudes. Uh, hitters have been taught that it's on base percentage and in home runs pay. So in extra base hits pay. So they're, they're trying to jack every ball out of the yard. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you and I don't disagree that much on this. I, I, I think that the quality of the product is, it's not great. Uh, I think it was funny because we'd had this guy, Malachi Mitchell on Malachi. Uh, his father was a, an, like an Olympic gold medalist. Like sprinter, right? And so th this dude, a world record holder, the whole bit, 
Malachi is the fastest dude I've ever seen on a baseball field. Like it is, it is insane to watch him play. And one of the scouts told him, he said, look, he's like, I gotta, I gotta be, as he's trying to like get a free agent deal. He said, if this was 1985, you would have been a first round draft pick. Wow. This show is sponsored by better help stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapists anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com slash grant today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p.com slash grant it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Think about that. Wow. We're. We're alienating athletes. Wow. This kid, How about this that? Kid's a, this kid's a fucking athlete, man. He's an athlete. Wait till you watch him play. I'll send you. The, we're we're, we're going to stream yep. these games on no filter. Yeah. He, he's, he's, fa- he's as fast as I've ever seen on a baseball field. He's that fast. No shit. Wow. I, dude, he was, he's like three, three, four down to first base last week. Wow. Man. I, I was, I, I, I was fast as shit. And I, I was like a, a like four oh four one guy. I, I took a big swing, kind of whatever. And if I got a jailbreak, I get under three. I get the threes, you know, maybe like three eight or something. Like this guy, next level fast. But we don't, we don't. That's not what we're looking for. Like we're like, oh man, can you hit the ball out of the yard? Can you do this? Can you do that? <laughs> and it's like our games become less athletic, and that's 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 not great. Can you imagine fucking Tommy John coming out of high school right now? People would laugh at him. Like, pitchers like that, they would have never even gotten a sniff in the big leagues. Think about it. He's one of the best pitchers of his time. And there are so many other pitchers like that. You know, those guys in that era, shit, really, scouts wouldn't even fucking looked at him. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You, 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 the, the idea that we'll ever see a starting pitcher come up through the organization – and, and pitch in the eighties. Yeah, it's it's asinine. Not, Unless it's a knuckleball. Knuckleball. It's not. It's, yeah. not, it's not going to happen. But you know, the next wave is because we had seventy-five-year-old Bill Lee out 
pitching for us last weekend. He got <laughs> really. He got three fucking outs, man. Just like that. He got two outs. He got two outs. Give him a on. base hit. Two outs. Gave up a base hit and then picked the guy off. Come on, man. Really? Throwing. Throw I. He says he throws seventy-five, dude. It looks like it's about sixty-two. But <laughs> there's a little hump in it. But he he throws below the hitting speed. But he he's just he's pumping it right in there. I mean, it just go, it goes to show you like all you got to do is throw strikes. He, he he throws too slow for these guys, and we have like we got legit pro guys. We we have guys. We have three or four, like easily. We put them in the big leagues tomorrow. You right. wouldn't even blink. You'd be like, "Yeah, oh yeah, sure." That that guy that guy looks like a big leader. Uh, <laughs> we, we have three or four of those guys, like, like well, and they've been in organizations and they've gotten released or whatever. But they're, they're they're fucking good, man. But it's it's the way the game is right now. It's it's all about home runs. Yep. Um And and it's it's all about throwing hard. And so what, what that's done is it's it's no one's nearly as good of a hitter as they used to be uh, when it comes to like, you know, the Tony Gwynn's of the world. Like, when are we going to see the next Tony Gwynn? Like that's, I, I don't, I don't see it happening. I don't know. I, I, I hey, I the Rod, the, 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 the Rod Carew's of the world, the Tony Gwynn's of the world. That's not, you're not, you're never going to see guys like that again. Just not, you know? Hey, I got a question, man. Before before I let you go, I know you got a lot of shit to do, and I uh, you got to get a new cocktail. All right, so before you came on, I was just building you up, man. I was just letting my audience know how phenomenal your try across America was, and what you did, and why you did that. And I was talking about the mental aspect of what you did, in addition to being able to do it physically. So I'll ask you because you've done so many things. Is there one athletic physical fitness one endeavor that eats at you there's one thing out there that you still want to try to accomplish on a fitness level that you haven't done that you're thinking of doing there there's a few that i've thought about there's there's one that it's called the the grand slam of ultra running Okay. That fascinated me, and it, it's the four oldest 100 mile races in the country. It's Western States, Leadville, Wasatch, and uh, one out in the East Coast, and they're all done within like a short period of time, uh, one two month period. So that that one, I, I've I've thought about, but I think I've got more into kind of creating your own, right? Like that's what I learned with the try across America. That's what I learned with the 24 hour world record speed golf thing. You have an opportunity to go do, I mean, we just did this daily hustle 22 day challenge and I went 22 miles for 22 straight days and they, everyone picked their own distance. You know, some guys were like two miles this day, whatever. But the less, it's, it's less about racing for me now. And I think more about just being able to create these events and, and, and be able to go out there and do it. And then if, if along the way you can positively motivate some people, you know, even the 47, that was a pain in the ass, dude. It was, it was, 
fucking wild. But if like the 47, there are 46 miles on the 46th birthday. I, I, I really enjoy doing that stuff. And, you know, dude, we, we raised 3,200 bucks or something like that on off of the tip button on this platform. And all that going to the LTP Foundation, like it's, wow. that's that's the stuff that matters. But the, my boy here, Kowalski, I don't think you've ever met him, but he, he, he's he been eyeballing this tandem marathon record. So you put two guys in like a suit. <laughs> and and if we if we could run, I think it's like a 315. Two guys stuck together in this suit. Which Come on. Oh yeah. And so I I think I I'm pretty if there's one guy I could do this with it's him. Oh we're just God. in unison with like and, and we run together. We run every single day. So he, he's he's a, a, a bench coach here in Savannah. And we run, it's four miles to the ballpark, four miles there, four miles back. And he was with me for geez, I I you know, 80% on the try across America and like 80 miles of the um of the world record speed golf too. So I think like fun shit like that intrigues me. Uh, you know, it's less as you get older, Grant. I mean, you probably know this, dude. It's, it kind of becomes less about you and more about other people. And you yes. know, the more you can right. involve other people, right? Yep. It's more Fucking where a. you could do yes. shit that yep. could have an impact and have yep. conversations that are real and, and yep. you know, do things that you enjoy doing that that's that's what matters last thing for you Bernie. we got a lot of questions here but this one really stuck out to me somebody said that uh, they never thought that the league would see a player like Shohei Otani do you think there will be more in the future uh, I I hope so I mean, like that's you want to talk about like what's good for the game. And as I open the chat and I see here, like, like the Trouts, the the Tatises, the Vlads, like these yep. guys are unbelievable for the game. Shohei Otani is like nobody I've ever seen. Like, I mean, dude, this, this guy's throwing a hundred. He's hitting four hundred and fifty foot nukes. Like, it, it's but but what's happened is we've always pigeonholed people, and we've always said you're a pitcher. You're a hitter. And I never understood that because here we are in Little League. And typically the best players, guess what? They're the best pitchers and the best hitters. And it's always gone that way. Yet as we go up, we think that we can't, we can't continue down that path. And it's like you have to put extra special attention here. And I, I just don't think that's the case. I what will be fascinating though, Grant, because I, and we'll see where, where he goes with this, but I think a closer slash position player might make more sense. A guy, a guy that will take the mound, you know, in, in the ninth inning is yep. able to do it. For starting pitchers or creatures of habit and, and it's very regimented and very this and that. But if Shohei Otani is throwing 100 miles per hour with a wipeout slider, what the fuck, man? I, I, I think you put him at the back end of the bullpen when you can plan your off days or whatever else. And, I, you know, ultimately it's about trying to maximize that player's ability. So how do you put him in the best position to succeed? 
we have a guy here in Savannah that's legit, man. I mean, he's a legit two-way guy. And he, he, throw, he throws 90-plus off the mound, and he, hit, and he hits bombs. And so it, I, I'm interested to see how we decide to use him. And I think yep. from, from what I can tell so far is that this fucking guy is going to close games for us, Grant. And he's going awesome. he, he, to be our, our, our cleanup hitter. And oh, wow. that, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that, that, man. Yeah. That, that'll, that'll, that'll be interesting. So I, hopefully, hopefully we see more guys just like that. Burns, you're the best, man. Have a good night. Have a great weekend, man. And thanks for chiming in on the stream tonight, man. You're the best. So you're the great, and great. You fucking appreciate your commitment to no filter, dude. You fucking slaughtered. I love watching your guys stuff. It's, it's, it's uh, just awesome to say the least. And, Without the filter, it's even better than it's ever been, man. Fucking A. <laughs> hey, you, see you, bro. Yeah. Take it easy. Love you, man. He's the best. I love Eric Burns. Seriously. <laughs> How do you not like that guy? Oh, man. All right, it's now time for our Crowd Ultra Q&A. I got some good questions this week. Go to CrowdUltra.com, uh, and we'll do it. Uh, do you understand why all these NFL broadcasters are switching networks? Yeah, I do. It's called a million dollars a game, 17, 18, 19 million dollars a year. Yeah, I understand. I understand very well. All right. Uh, how many more series of games do you think the MLB will cancel? Every week that the lockout continues, Every week that there's not an agreement, they're going to have to cancel more games. No question about that. Uh, Tony wants to know, what's your take on Derek Jeter quitting as Marlins CEO? You know, I read that the number one shareholder, the guy with the money, uh, uh, had promised uh, X number of extra dollars, and then they took that away. And I, I don't know what the real story is. I, I really don't. Uh, I don't really have that much of an opinion on Jeets not being here. Ryan asked, how long? Until the NBA expands into Vegas and Seattle. Not long. Not long. I think it's going to happen. Seattle's going to come first uh, and then Vegas. And they ought to take New Orleans and move them out of that city. Nobody wants the Pelicans uh, in New Orleans. Uh, what is the second most important position of football, Jay asked? I think it's a dominant pass rusher. Guy on the defensive line. You know, a, a Nick Bosa. Uh, look at what Donald did on the last play defensively to win the Super Bowl for the Rams. To me, that's the second most important position on the NFL. Alan asked a good, a good question. Is John Morant top five NBA player yet? It's a hell of a question. I'm going to say he might be number five. Yeah. It's a great question. The way he's playing? Yeah, I think so. I really do. I think so. Uh, Christian says, what do you think about a Jimmy Garoppolo for Saquon Barkley trade. As a Giants fan, I'll pick Garoppolo up at the airport. All right. Uh, Jake asks, what sport has changed the most over time? I don't think there's any doubt. I think it's the National Football League. I know you can say the NBA with the uh, three-point shot, but look at all the rule changes in the NFL, from tackling to hitting the quarterbacks. Uh, you can't touch a receiver, pass five yards down the field. I think the NFL game has changed the most. I really do. Uh, have you thought about going to the Arco Arena farewell event? I didn't even know about the event until yesterday. No, I have not thought about going. I will not go. My memory of walking out of there for the last time was the memory 
that I want to keep forever. I was with my two boys uh, and my wife, and that's a memory that I want to keep leaving that arena for the last time. It's a great question. You know, I announced the first ever game in that arena. It was very special to me. That was my first year broadcasting in the NBA. Um, that arena has most of my fondest memories in life. So I'm going to leave it the way it is when I left for the uh, last time. Nick wants to know, what do you, what did the Knicks need to become real contenders? They need a new owner. I'll start right there. They need James Dolan to leave the organization. Trevor says, can you imagine if Kobe would, Kobe would have uh, done on inside the NBA? It would have been entertaining. Uh, that's for sure. No question about that. Bryce wants to know, should the Lions draft or try and uh, – good thing I don't have to talk for a living. Should the Lions draft or try and acquire a quarterback? No, I don't think so. I don't think they will this year. No, I don't. Andre wants to know, when do you think Kyrie can play at home? I think it's going to happen sooner than later. I really do, and it needs to. These COVID protocols and the mandates uh, in New York are absolutely absurd and ridiculous. All right, it is now time for Grant's Rant. And Grant's Rant is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. For your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. Boy, you know, you would think that James Harden is the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, all week I'm hearing James Harden this, James Harden that, Harden in Philadelphia. Look how good Harden's playing, blah, blah, blah. You know what I see? I see a guy that quit on Houston. I see a guy that quit on his teammates in Brooklyn. And now I got to pat the guy in the back because he's playing the way he's capable of with his new team in Philadelphia. What a unprofessional, what a, what a, uh, I just can't respect a guy that does that. He's getting paid, what, $600,000 a game, and he does that to his teammates in Brooklyn, has a sore hamstring. Where's that sore hamstring been in Philadelphia? And again, all I hear about is, gee, look how great James Harden is. And look, no, you know what? James Harden is unprofessional. He's he's a bad look for the NBA. He's everything that's wrong with professional sports. A guy that quit on Houston and, as I said, quit in Brooklyn, forced his way out to get to Philadelphia, and now I'm supposed to be impressed because he's playing the way that he's capable of? Screw James Harden. Seriously. I, I, I have no respect for the guy. And, yeah, I acknowledge that he's an unbelievable offensive talent, one of the best of all time. But I can't respect and admire a player with that type of attitude, the lack of commitment, the lack of professionalism to go out and play for the fans every night. Screw James Harden. And that's my rant for today. Hey, that's my podcast for today. Really appreciate Eric Burns coming on the stream. Really appreciate it. And I appreciate you. Thank you so much for your support. It means the world to me. Have yourself a fabulous weekend. Grant Napier saying, so long, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.